You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. I think that uh, that intro is going to last a while because I'm lazy, but I don't know how I feel I don't about think it. It needs to be fixed, in. though. Fixed. We sound like muffled. Why are you unplugged? Oh, yeah. So something happened last week and Brie got unplugged. I think the cat got tingled up in her headset and like yanked it out of the room and like into the hallway. So I didn't realize that we had actually started because you said we're going to start and I was waiting for noise to happen. Uh, We all heard it. We all heard the noise. (laughs) And then I realized you were talking. And then I looked down and realized you didn't plug it back in when you put my head. Yeah, back. I just threw it back on the table. I was busy. What? Uh, so what's broken about it that I need to fix? I sound weird. <laughs> that's that's just, the sound bite, man. That's just you. That's just how you sound. And then the start of breeze, someone's talking. It's yeah, Jeremy. Probably me. No, I think that was Jess at the start, and that was after. Finding three clips of Brie that I really liked, and every single one of them had Jeremy talking or over her. Or someone else. <laughs> so when I say that you guys don't let me talk, it's like a real story. It's not fake. <laughs> True story, bro. It's not fake news. That's uh, your new intro right there. <laughs> Nobody lets me say anything. Uh, uh, it's episode 262 of the New Utah podcast. Um, yeah, I, it'll take a lot for me to change that. You guys will have to find really good clean clips, because... That's a lot of cleaning up just to get those. So, Hiya sounds good. We'll give it. We'll give it a whirl. We'll for give a while. it. A, we'll give it. A, the last one was like two years because that's how lazy I am. So I can't believe it was that long. I mean, I guess it was, but because it was. Yeah. The, I looked at the dates and it was two years ago. Wow. When I was doing the file changes, so that's crazy. Yeah, and I have it. Maybe we can bring it out occasionally. Just like dub over the Jess part when she's not on the show and put Julia's name in there. Could try do that. Do that, but no. Just stick with what we got. It's extra work, honestly. Because I have to like re-record the intro and then put it back over the music because I've layered them together already, and so I can't like separate them back out. That was dumb. Not really. Not really. Because I didn't really foresee myself changing it again without just re-recording because it's only like 30 seconds of audio that I have to record. So I wrote a script for that one. I bet I said it a hundred times to get it good enough to be okay with it. I didn't, I didn't write a script for this one. I just chose clips. I said names. I like the clip idea. Me too. Yours is lacking because you sent me like a fucking two minute long clip to do in an intro. We all did like what five? It was like seconds. five to six seconds. I think each. yours was like fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> was Jeremy's funny. Jeremy's was more than double everyone else's. I like that part that you picked though, because it actually that's part's funny. And the intro music from Folk Hogan, the Bootleggers, whatever it's called, Bootleggers dance something or other. Or bootleg. Yeah, Bootlegger Dance, I think Bootleggers Dance. Well, the intro that they did for us is custom. They looped some of their stuff and gave us about thirty seconds of intro and outro. The problem is, like, I can't repeat that easily. Right. Because it's, it's really hard to find that break and actually like isolate it and then copy and repeat for a little while. So I guess I could have Nick do another one for me. He'd probably do that if I asked him, but I got it down. It, We're good. It works. Maybe he could do something with the infinite sadness. Yeah, I still fucked up that he calls her that every time. <laughs> and it's perpetual, not infinite. Oh, yeah. Perpetual. Perpetual. That poor girl. She's just always depressed now. Oh. I feel like 
in that particular instance, perpetual and infinite are very what's, similar. What's her actual name? I can't ever remember because I, I just call her the perpetual sadness when I see her. Sarah? I, no I want to say it's like a Carrie or a Sarah or a Kathy or a... It's not Karen. None of those names are the same. Yeah, it's something like that, though. Some name. It's not Absidy. Absidy. No. <laughs> or Ladasha. It's none of those names. Ladasha. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know their name. Ladasha. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it is... Um, it's uh, the beginning of June, June first as we record this. The year is uh, almost half over. Yeah, it is Pride Month, um, so celebrate our friends in the Pride community and do things. Uh, are they having a Pride Day do celebration <laughs> with COVID? They're like, not having the parade this year, but I'm sure they're doing some stuff. We're not having masks at work anymore. Finally, decided to change that rule since everyone's pretty much vaccinated. Jeremy hasn't had masks at his work ever. Well, that's because he lives. He's and just works irresponsible. At home. <laughs> yeah. Just spreading COVID around to his family. Right. His coworkers just rocky. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, true. Rest in peace, Ebo. Ebo. <laughs> it was the COVID that got Ebo, probably. <laughs> Poor doggy. <laughs> that is not true. I shouldn't joke about that. My daughter made some post on social media about fuck all the people that doubt the severity of COVID, and it was like a picture of the like in memoriam they did for the, the the nursing home that she works for at the VA right and like all the fucking names of people that had died from COVID over the last year and she had like highlighted all the ones that she had directly worked with that died uh-huh. oh, and she's sad. like fuck all the people that don't think this is real like this absolutely has an impact um, I mean it, it was staff and and patients because yeah. she clearly she deals with the you know the older group and so they're more prone to death and whatever, but... Well, anyway, so it is Pride Month. Um, hug your gay friends. Um, tell a trans person... I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> High five. Just be supportive. <laughs> um, you know, be an open ally. Uh, if you see people being dicks, say something. Stand up for people that maybe say can't stand up for say themselves. Something. Yeah. Say something. Say something. Say um, something. It worked for World War II. Don't give a fuck if someone goes into a bathroom that you have a question on their gender, they're just probably going there. Why to are you the looking at people in the bathroom anyway? I know, like right? I keep my head down. I watch for feet. I go into the stall. <laughs> I, I don't look up in the mirror while I'm washing my hands. I get the towel and I leave. Like, I don't know who's in the bathroom with me. There could be kangaroos in there for all I know. So okay, general rule of thumb for guys in the bathroom. We go in. We can be having a full-on conversation. Once you cross the threshold of the bathroom, the conversation ends. That is the end. You you go to your respective urinals, ideally spaced at least one urinal apart. Hopefully, uh, it's not a traffic. Like if it's a, if it's empty and you stand right next to someone, not that's not good. No, that's like because it doesn't matter. Like it's just not comfortable in a guy's bathroom. Like, and even if it's full, you'll. Usually wait to make sure there's that space. Yeah, uh, except for at a game. And then wow. you don't wear flip-flops. I learned that. Don't ever fucking wear flip-flops. Splashy, to, to splashy. Yeah. Men are disgusting. Disgusting. You're, you're gross. You're just remember, gross. Remember in like like grade school and junior high, the big open pee trough? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I just the said. The, the University of Utah used to have troughs uh, way back when I was going to school. The when big, we went to school. Yeah, the yeah. big circular troughs. You could all yeah, stand around. Everyone stand around there and pee in the same pool. Make I, eye contact with I the don't person get, on the other side. I don't get why men don't deserve the same privacy as women. Because Look, like, our, our urinals have a good solid two feet of privacy board between each other's dicks. 
That's really what we're getting. If at. they want to use the regular toilet, they can. They I know, but they don't stall. usually have very I many. Think they in just there. don't care to that extent. Yeah, and the thing is, like when guys pee in the stalls, the pee is all, all like the whole thing is just like a fucking water park, basically. <laughs> Slip and slide. I would not go in a stall for that reason. Now, I, now, understanding what I said about how guys interact in the bathroom with like the no talking, like talking to, like you go in a guy's bathroom at a game. Silent. It's pretty fucking quiet. There's not it's a lot of really talking. loud always in women's restrooms. Yeah, because everyone's just chatting away. Blah, 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 well, blah, blah. they're bringing all their kids. I don't and... actually have to pee. I just wanted to talk to my friend, and she needed her company while she peed, so that some other woman didn't talk to her or something. I don't know how that That's works. Not how it is. So anyway, what it's I... usually so that men don't bug you on the way the, to the bathroom. The whole point of this story is my owner of my company. He's fantastic. So he. Is he's, the, a, he's a little misogynistic. He's great. Uh, he's the king of uncomfortableness and making people uncomfortable. He just loves doing it, and I think it's fantastic. And he will go into the bathroom and check and see, and if there's someone in a stall, sit down to do his business and try to have a conversation with that person because he knows <laughs> how incredibly uncomfortable it makes some people. Yeah, women talk in the bathroom. <laughs> Dudes don't. No, don't. we don't. That is like a I don't sacred. By myself, I don't want anyone to go If work, though, like, I would be in the bathroom, and if somebody knew, noticed or whatever, they'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I'm trying to take a shit. Be quiet. I don't... Actually, keep talking so you don't hear the plops. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. Don't like, guys congratulate each other for the plops? No. That's a fake bullshit Maybe thing. that's an army thing. I mean, we come out, and we're like, hey, you probably don't want to go in there. Uh, and that's okay. Did you hear there was a, a Home Depot where the police got called on, on oh, some yeah. guy because he was like, I'm going to drop a bomb. He's, no, he's like, I was going to, I'm going to blow this place up. But he, he meant he like, meant hey, get out of the bathroom because this might be kind of gross. Yeah. And people heard it and they called the police. Some and, dude's got a bomb in the bathroom. And so I they mean, were all waiting and, and he just. He was just dropping the Browns off at the Super Bowl. Yep. That's right. Taking the kids to the pool. All right. Uh, also this week coming up, farmers market opens. Yay! Um, I have this is what's weird is it seems like it's gonna open because I've seen stuff on Facebook, but I haven't seen their website update, which is still questionable, and none of their calendar is up to date on the website. But it says on their Facebook that they're well on Twitter. They posted it on Twitter today too that they're opening this on week. the fifth. Maybe okay. they just don't have the person that does their website like available to do that anymore. Yeah, and we could always reach out to Allison, but. You know. Hey, you know how Hank used to do our website? Well, he's not here anymore. Does anybody know the password? Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I have recovered websites like that, so I understand. Um, but go to the farmer's market, buy local produce. Cherries are in fucking season right now. I'm, I'm so excited because I bought cherries for the, the trip, and then I didn't eat the cherries, so we had to leave them with Cassie. So I'm cherryless. She's cherryless. No cherries. Cassie took all our cherries. It's her own fault. She didn't eat them while we were out there. So we went, she had to get off work and she was trying to get off early, which she did, but we didn't have anything to do for a minute. So we went to Walmart thinking, well, we'll get a few staples for the condo. Well, we were hungry. That was a bad idea. So we bought like. Yeah, going to the store hungry is never a good idea. We bought like a charcuterie thing and we bought like No, we didn't buy the charcuterie at Walmart. We We bought bought these. there. Um, bought some pretzels, a couple different cracker chips, brought some, like, two-pound bag of gummy worms. Yeah. Uh, and we're, the whole time, we're like, we have to not buy too much because we don't know what we're going to get when we're up there. We can't buy anything cold. 
trying to figure out like how much eating out versus eating. In like, what are we going to, are we going to make dinner? Like, when are we going to make dinner? If we make dinner, like all that kind of stuff. But we were hungry. And so we bought a bunch of food yeah. and then. And no one knows what we're talking about, by the way. We went to no. Estes Park, which is yes. the entrance to Rocky Mountain National Park this, this last Memorial Day weekend here. Um, which is a really, really stunning place. It was beautiful. It was a lot of fun. Got to go on a couple hikes. Um, one nice big hike up to, uh, Jim Lake. Um, which for the first hike of the season for us was pretty good. Um, it was a lot of, a lot of up. Well, you didn't get much hiking in last year because of the COVIDs. Uh, no, we did a fair amount of hiking mm. last year. Not as much as, Not the as year much before. as usual. Yeah. Well, the, the, the first hike that we usually do is to, um, Ensign Peak. Right. And we didn't do that last year because it was right during the riots. And that, so the city was closed down and we were like, it's probably not, that's probably not closed, but we don't really want no, to. No, it was. To, there was it? an active curfew that weekend. So Salt, anyway. that was the weekend Salt Lake oh, City yeah, enacted shut, the actual yeah. curfew because of the riots. So it kind of threw everything off. Like we didn't kind of start properly like we usually do. And then just with restrictions and stuff, we just didn't go as much as, as we normally do. So, but it was nice. Um, it was a, a pretty tough hike for, for being the first one of the season, but the views were just un- it was unbelievable. More, it was more tough because it was fairly straight up. Like, yeah. I mean, there's steps and stuff because it's a designated trail, but it was, it was actual like, it was very steep hiking. There, up. there were, there were steps, if you will, that were created that were waist high for Brie. Yeah. So like climbing wow. up, it was like, so my hip joints, like we got back and I was like, I need a nap. My hips <laughs> from lifting my legs up high to, to climb up. SA Sparks a cool little town though. We got to see the Stanley Hotel, uh, which is, if you're not familiar with the Stanley Hotel, it's an architectural, just amazing architectural. The property. story behind the, how it got built and stuff is awesome, but it's most famously known for being the featured building of The Shining. The Shining was inspired by the hotel. Stephen King stayed there in the early 70s before he wrote the book. Uh, and the movies were filmed there, uh, mostly filmed there, um, using a lot of the rooms. It's said to be very haunted. Um, and Dumb and Dumber was filmed there. Um, and like and apparently a- Jim Carrey, got he stayed in room 217. Which and he ran like, out and he wouldn't ever go back into the hotel. And for Dumb and Dumber 2, he made it put into his contract that they wouldn't shoot at the Stanley. Which is... So, like, if you like, if you remember Dumb and Dumber, um, the, the grand staircase that they come down in the fucking tuxedos. Yeah, the tuxedos. That's at the, that's at the, the hotel. The, the gala thing that they attend where they kill the fucking owl with the champagne cork. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's in the, the main dining room of the hotel. Um, so really cool, really cool building. Um, it's built on a floating foundation. So they took us down to the area and you could actually see where it's like sitting. Like the joist sitting mm-hmm. on a couple boards. But like on the there. foundation looks amazing. Like they are really, like they've fixed it and repaired things and kept it maintained throughout That's the awesome. years. Well, it fell into disrepair for a little while, but they brought it back and the current owner I would guess that that lady was probably in her mid fifties, don't you think? Or early fifties? She said the owner was her age, so. And that he had, at one point, like over 20 properties and he owns like five hotels now and this is his favorite. And so he visits there the most. Cool. That's very cool. It was really cool. Uh, I guess Julia did not have a birthday. 
She just went to Vegas to go. Oh, to she's Vegas. had a birthday. But it just wasn't last weekend. <laughs> no, no, there was no birthday. It's she's Sean's drinking. birthday this weekend. She's appropriately drinking right as I try to make her come into the podcast. Yeah, I'm drinking water. <laughs> Sorry. I've been eating my dinner. So how was Vegas for someone that doesn't drink? It's good. <laughs> Should I just leave it like that? All like right. a kid is coming home from school? Je- it's good. Jeremy, how was your weekend, sir? <laughs> so my weekend was good, but I got to tell you my chair story. So my my sister is um, getting ready to move. So she was cleaning out her garage and she found these chairs that she had bought at Harbor Freight, I don't know, four or five years ago. The They're deck chairs, but you have to put them together yourself. So Heather takes the time. It's in pieces. So she takes the time to get the whole thing painted. Took her probably a week to get it painted. And then over the weekend, we're like, okay, we're going to we're gonna get this put together. So I'm going through it, trying to look through the instructions. And as I'm reading through, there's like three pages of warnings. About the chair being About the shitty. chair. And, I, I, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll read just, just a little bit for you. Um, keep children away. Children must not be allowed in the assembly area. Do not let them handle machines or engineered equipment. So obviously this is like the weird Japanese or whatever yeah, translation. But it, it goes on about about using safety and using safety glasses and, and, and being aware. All you do you is just screw use a screwdriver. You just use a screw and a, yeah. and a, and a nut. So, it. so no kidding. Three pages of this weirdness. Keep Keep proper. Let's see. Keep proper footing and balance during assembly. <laughs> Stay alert. Watch what you are doing. Use common sense during assembly and use and use of the chair. Anyway, it goes on and, and on. I was talking on. about like don't reach too forward. Don't, or you'll yeah, don't sprain a muscle. Reach, don't overreach while assembly. Anyway, and then read all your medications so you before yourself? you make it to determine if you will be level-headed enough to yeah. make this chair. If you have any doubts, do not proceed with building this chair. So I'm like, chair. what? Does it come with a sniper that tries to shoot you <laughs> while you're putting it together? Anyway, so. No, no kidding. Three pages of this, then one half page, poorly printed directions on how to put it together. It's like the t- it's like they made it in like twenty four by twenty four piece of paper and then, and then shrunk, shrunk it down shrunk to an it. inch. So, needless to say, <laughs> makes me think of birth control. Needless to say, after all that crap, you put together the two different parts, and at the end, you bring them together. And I go to put them together, and it doesn't line up. There's like a two inch gap. So, so if I make it work on the top, like the bottom part is swinging and doesn't actually touch. Or if I make it touch on the bottom, it does anyway. So after all of that, spending like a week of painting it and then it's had to have been three or four hours trying to put it together, it didn't work. It didn't line up. But they warned us. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. Maybe like, you were taking a medication you should. So first off, it's from Harbor Freight. Oh, I know. Their specialty is not chairs. It's- Isn't it wish for men? Yeah, their second specialty is knockoff cheap shit. So some things you get there, like there are certain things you get there and they work just fine, right? Like Like my all your tiles, your tile saw works just fine. Tile saw, perfect. Don't buy their blades. Go buy a real blade from somewhere. But tile saw, my um, my air chisel that I used to tear up my floor, perfect. The uh, water compressor I bought, or the 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 water the pressure washer, pressure washer. 
Not a good purchase. The pressure washer I bought from there that I let you borrow, and it just... It lasted for a while, and then it just died. died, and then I bought one from there, and it lasted like one wash, and, and then died. died. So, so yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't buy a pressure washer from there. But you but, can buy an old from there. Yeah, like you could just buy like a regular set of screwdrivers. They're probably going to last you a while. Same stuff that doesn't... Gloves. I've gotten gloves there. Tape measure. Yeah. Basic, tarps, simple stuff really for tarps, you can get there. Sandpaper. Nothing complex, yeah. I guess. You can't really go wrong with sandpaper. <laughs> However, anything that has uh, a build application... For Probably would just stay yeah. steer clear. You know, so my I, heat gun works great. It comes with instructions. But uh, yeah, I'd stick away. Like I wouldn't buy an electric mower from Harbor Freight. <laughs> I, I would buy it from a Home Depot. Or Another mowing in the and the blade just goes yeah. flying yeah, out of the yard. Halfway across the lawn, you the and the blade like flies out. It's like stuck in your fence at the end. <laughs> so, did you do anything fun in Vegas? Are you ready to talk yet? Yeah, I can talk about it. Uh, we did a couple to, of museums. We went to Omega Mart and Museum of Dream Space. Those were cool. Did a little bit of gambling for the first time. Uh, what, what kind of gambling did you do? Uh, Brighton did some blackjack, and then I did some... Your mic's to the left some, of where you're pointed. I just there. did some random slot game machine. I don't even know. I just wandered around. Just put money in a machine. Yeah, basically. Button, pretty much. Like, Shit, where'd my money go? I literally had to go ask someone, how do I gamble? And he had to show me. <laughs> I was like, so uh, what Brighton did I, I teach you? No, he'd never gamble. So it, usually at casinos, so I don't know. So two non-drinking, non-gambling people went to Vegas as an experiment. Without, oh, no, we've been to Vegas guide. like five times. Um, yeah, but not since you've been 21. And yeah. not with a tour guide to show you how to actually be 21 in Vegas. Yeah, did you right. go to any clubs or anything? No. Oh, no, see, that's like the best thing to do. No, when like everything's in Vegas. still closed until literally today. So all the shows didn't come out till like June first in Vegas and most of the casinos, especially like early in the day by like like eleven to one ish. A lot of times they'll open up tables to teach people oh, how yeah. to play stuff. It's actually really cool if you go to. Um, like smaller places like Wendover or if you go off the beaten path that is it what is that one the that Orleans. we the Orleans. Um you can find just drive there, empty t- you can you find empty tables and um just sit and play or like cruise ships are fun to gamble on. Nice. When we went those also aren't open though right now but No, the way. but they're getting ready to. When we went on the cruise for um Cassie no, Sean's graduation. They all wanted to go swimming and I didn't want to go swimming. And we'd been playing blackjack, and so they left, and it was just me and the dealer, because you can gamble when you're 18 on the seas. Anyway, and we just sat there for like an hour, for like the whole rest of his his shift. He'd be like, oh, because I'd be like, I think I I want to hit. He's like, hmm, no, I don't think the odds are in your favor. And so we'd talk about it for a minute and then play. I I had so much fun. He was, well, he's like... I think he was like a math major or some something oh. like that. So he was essentially counting the cards. Oh, he was just saying, you're not lucky. No. He was essentially being like, this many cards have come up and your odds of getting what you want are fairly low. Gotcha. Yeah, so we did we did that and then we um we ziplined off the Rio building, that was fun. To where? To across the, the street. Lot. I don't know it. Chris, Chris I dragged us back up. <laughs> Ziplines are the dumbest fucking things ever. <laughs> it was fun. I like ziplines. And then we went go karting. 
We went to a lot of restaurants, tried a lot of food. And that, that is one thing Vegas really is, is does well at is the food. Yeah, that's that's what we go is for food. Um, I was an idiot twice at the restaurants <laughs> this week on Julia's ADHD adventures. Um, so first restaurant, we sit down and they're bringing us our drinks. I'm like, hey, could you get us some straws? And he just dead ass stares at me. And tips his tray down like an inch, and I can see it's full of straws. He's like, I was getting to that. <laughs> and so then I just looked like a Karen, and I felt bad, and Brighton was giving me a hard time about it. And then the next day, at a different restaurant, they had a, it was a, an Italian restaurant, and they had all these, like, different oils and stuff for your bread. And I was like, can we get some water? And again, the waiter... Deadass looks at me, picks up one of those bottles, turns out it was a bottle full of water, uh-huh. and just pours it for me. <laughs> and he was like, turns to Brian, he's like, do you want some water too? And he's like, no. <laughs> I just don't pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> That's not so bad. Uh, I thought it was Yeah, except, like- no, he, except it was the waiter, and then he called the cheese boy over to come pour it. So? It's a cheap like, boy's job. The waiter doesn't touch I your guess. fucking water. They get paid to pour but your water. Like, I don't know. The cheese boy? I want to be a cheese boy. The lady next to us had the cheese boy come over seven times. Is, why is he called a cheese boy? Because he's the one who grates the cheese on was your Was this food. fucking Olive Garden? Did you go to no. Olive Garden in Vegas? <laughs> no. It, no, it was some Italian place with an Italian name that I can't pronounce. Olive Garden. Mm, no. <laughs> Olive. Not Olive Garden. It Olive was, it was in the Venetian. <laughs> um, the food was so-so, but the breadsticks and the salad was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Their shoes were pretty good, too. But that they lady... this really great dressing on it. He had to go get... More cheese for her because she, she kept calling cheese. him over. So, what's your favorite place you've ever ate at in Vegas? Uh, the uh, Paris restaurant, the one at the top of the Eiffel Tower. It's just a French restaurant, whatever uh-huh. it's called. Okay. It's nummy. The reservations aren't cheap, though. No, but let me tell you a story about Vegas. Don't waste your money at the buffets. We've uh, done one buffet ever. What buffet? I don't know what was for breakfast, probably like golden nugget or something. Yeah, that's an okay way to do a buffet is for breakfast, to be quite honest. That's a good buffet experience because it's really hard to fuck up breakfast food even in mass. Mm-hmm. Um, and like not all the buffets are terrible. Like the Bellagio has a pretty good buffet. They have a, a really good like fresh sushi bar. And um, But ultimately at the end of the day, a buffet is still a buffet. It's still mass produced, mass delivered food that a million other fucking hands have touched. Um, like the, the signs, the shrimp buffet, the yeah. crab buffet. And they're all, they're all just meh. We ate a bechamel because I'm like, okay, this has got to be like the pinnacle of buffets. Wasn't that like $100 a person buffet? Uh, it was more than that. So the bill Gross. walking out of there was over 300 for the two of us. Jeez. And the, the, the bechamel is the buffet in Caesar's Palace and it's supposed to be like the pinnacle buffet and we went on the seafood night and got the crab and basically everything was overly salty, which was not good. The best thing there was the macrons at the dessert mm, bar. Yeah, they had a whole like, they probably had like 25 kinds. And macrons are delicious. Mm-hmm. And but, they're three, four bucks a piece for a decent one. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, like it was still just a buffet and I was like, for $300, we could have eaten it 
pretty damn near any, any place in Vegas. And had and whatever had we want to cook exactly the way we want Fucking immaculate meal from anywhere for yeah. 300 bucks. And it just wasn't, at the end of the day, it's still just a buffet. So I don't like buffets. I try not to eat there ever at a buffet. I've never been a fan of the buffet. So. We've, like I said, we've, we've tried. We thought, well, maybe if we go high end, it'll be different, but... No, nope. it's just more expensive. Yep, just more expensive and about the same quality. So, I mean, I'm not going to say it was all the same quality, but it I was... I think the best part of buffets is, like, dessert. Because you can have, like, but for $300, a bunch could, of different desserts. You can get a lot of dessert for 300 bucks. Fuck yeah, you can. I think the best place that we <laughs> ate... You could have me for dessert. You could put ice cream and chocolate syrup and whipped cream on me and just lick it yeah, up. Yeah, that's free. Um, that's true. If, I think the best place that we went to eat in Vegas was when we walked all the way down to the end to um, the taco... Oh, yeah. Uh, tacos. Uh, tacos. Taco uh, Bell Cantina. Tacos, tacos, tacos. No, <laughs> it's, it's uh, Tacos El Jefe yeah. in Vegas. There's a couple locations, but there's one that's past the win in the encore before you get to Circus Circus. It looks like a shithole because it kind of is. The outside's just this like crappy, nondescript building. There's 300 there's fucking people, people out yep. like lined up outside because the tacos are that good. You walk in... You go to the window that has the tacos that you want, like five different windows that each have. You have to like get in the lines. They each have different tacos. Uh, you get the tacos that you want. You go up and you pay and you fucking eat them and they're delicious. Speaking they're- of tacos, we get home from Vegas and we go over to dad's house the next day and he's just sitting there on the couch watching live footage from security cams in Vegas watching people at the line for a taco truck. <laughs> it was awesome. What? He was he was waiting to see if he saw you and Brighton. What the hell? Gee, I was just looking up a live cam. It's like some random live cam on, on thing. On YouTube and it like it's got- And it just happened to be a Las Vegas taco truck <laughs> and he just watched it. There is a really good place if you like street tacos like that. Um, there's a really really good place in Salt Lake Valley. It's attached to that. It's a Naya market on like 78. Is it 78? I think it's 78th. And just before Redwood, just east of Redwood, um, it's called Tacos Lopez, I think. Is it the one that used to be the... Is it one of those that used to be something else? No, oh, it's part of a so, market. Yeah, it's like the Anaya oh, okay. Market, which is like a Mexican, little Mexican market right there on 7800. Yeah, I think you're right at 78. And, and uh, the, the restaurant's... Right on the street level, um, like facing the street and the markets like behind it. Because there used to be a scone cutter over there, I think. No. So, quick little story. Um, I don't think my daughter will ever listen to this. And if she does, I totally love you both. But it was really funny because we went to dinner with her and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's grandparents. And he was all excited because we went to the Texas Roadhouse. And they're like, have you ever been here? And we're like... Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to have breakfast with them on Monday morning before we flew out. So and, and we're like, we should Cassie, have breakfast. Where, yeah. where, do you want, where should we go? And she goes, oh, I'll ask Doran. That's he, knows the, he knows the good He places. knows the best places. He picked the original pancake house. So he's like sitting down. He's like, these guys are the best pancakes. And Chris is like, yeah. Those, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. He said, this is the best place to get breakfast in oh. Denver. And I went. Yeah, it's okay. I've had it. There's a big national chain, so I've I've had them a few times. <laughs> he was he was pretty sick. And he was but pretty he he did try and pay, so he's he's like decent dude, and he's super excited for Hawaii, and he's all excited to do all of the things in Hawaii. So, um, I don't know. Unless something bad happens between now and then, you guys will get to meet him, and then I think her roommate is 
moving back in with her parents. So I think that they're going to try and find a place. Julie is uh, anxious to do a tarot card thing over here. Okay. And then we got to call our guest. Yeah, we'll call. Is, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. How's it my turn already? Because we had other people. What the, this is just this is just a strength card. A strength card? I don't. Strength. <laughs> it's a strength. String of the... It's a lady strangling an alligator. Yeah, she's fucking that bitch up. It looks like Little Mermaid. I was trying to, like, you know, it's like like three of cups, queen of spades. Like, those are things that I recognize, but it's just strength. It's uh, Tam Lynn, a Scottish fairy tale. Yes. It's about willpower and determination. She looks like Meredith. Yeah, she does. It's not Meredith. And the ability to confidently stare any challenge in its face and overcome it. So, our words are courage, conviction, control, determination, and patience. Okay, keep that in mind, kids, this week. You've been tarotated. Tarotted. Well, this episode we're uh, joined with... uh, Joined with? That doesn't sound right. Um, Joined with? That doesn't sound right either. Uh, Sarah, yeah, hanging uh, out with Sarah RV is joining us. Can I say it? Can I say it? Sarah Arave. Sarah Arave. You are so broken. <laughs> you. Something uh, is wrong. Yeah, with you. Sarah's name is not just an R and a V. It's not recreational vehicle. It's <laughs> RV is how you say it. Yeah. Or, Come on here to get roasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how it was explained to me, and I think that's an easy way to remember how to pronounce it because that is not how I would have pronounced it reading it. So it's like the movie RV, the big rolling turd. I love that movie. Yeah. Williams, mm-hmm. Robin Williams, and they go camping when he was probably like in the depths of his depression before he killed himself because he had to make that movie. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. Oh. However, that movie, it is a good movie. It is pretty. We watched pretty it good. last summer on one of our yeah movie at your nights. house yeah on the yeah. side of your house on the side of our house. That's the only time I've ever seen it. So Sarah is a uh, Sarah is a local tattoo artist. Um, and where's your where's your studio, Sarah? Where do you work out of primarily? I work at Legacy Tattoo, and we're uh, in the heart of Ogden on Historic Twenty Fifth Street. Oh, have you been shot? Say we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a lot going on on so that street. Have you ever street. been shot? shot? I have not. Uh-huh. I'm waiting for my turn. Oh, yeah. You ever <laughs> show up to work and there's bullet holes in the front of the building? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Done any bootlegging? That was pretty popular in 25th Street. So. Do you yeah, have I a tunnel under that. your building? We do. See, that's a real, that's a real thing, probably. So. Yeah. Where they tattoo after hours. The after-hour tattoos. <laughs> right, me in the tunnel. Meet in the tunnel. No, that's where they I'll tat- give you half off. That's where they tattoo the naughty bits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to go down in the tunnel if you want. You want a wiener tattoo. <laughs> we need to go into a dark, damp space first. That would, I need to go somewhere where I don't have to see your face while I do that. That would be a horrible <laughs> tattoo. It is definitely not sanitary down here, but that's yes, where no. you need to go. <laughs> so, um... Let's start out with the let's start out with the easy question. What month were you born in, Sarah? April. July, Fourth of July, baby. Yeah, Maybe early nice. April. Or late April. Nice. What was born on April twenty second? Oh, oh so you're twenty four. Hi, my baby. Were you are you a Utah baby? Were you born here? I am a Utah baby. McKay D. 
That is yep. a very that real means parents are celebrating the 24th of July when you were conceived. There really were fireworks while you were conceived. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. That's, a pew pew is a, is a laser gun. That's that is not, not fireworks. fireworks. It could be. No. Have, you ever, have you ever thought about that before, the moment of your conception? I try not to, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have to. Yeah, so, thanks. I really appreciate that. <laughs> You're born on the born. Uh, just recently, so happy birthday, by the way, because apparently Thank that was you. like what? Oh, that's a month ago. Never mind. Yeah, that's a month ago. I mean, it's still happy birthday, but never mind about it being it's like okay. A he two tried weeks to make ago. it Julia's birthday last yeah, week. Yeah, he's so. like she was out of town for her birthday. Like, my birthday's gonna... in October, bitch. Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's our daughter's birthday. So sweetheart. so where in the great state of Utah were you born? She said I was born in Hospital. Oh, could be okay. So Ogden, yeah, McKinney yeah. could be anywhere. I mean, she could have been born in Spanish Fork at McKinney Hospital. No, she could have run in Clinton. That's obviously been... not from Clinton, Ogden, Ogden Layton. You know, they all have. Uh, she was right? born in McKinney. You just have to say, where did you live growing up? You know, there's more than one hospital north of Salt Lake City. Right? Just McKinney. No, that's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's the biggest hospital north of Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, I think actually it probably think it is. might be. It might be. Of... It's, a pretty, it's a pretty big hospital. Yeah, there are a lot of hospitals between here and Ogden, though, Jeremy. Talk now. Like three. Like... Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, if you're talking between Kearns and there, there's like Intermountain, there's St. Mark's, there's LDS, there's the U, Pioneer. there's Primary Children's. We're so Pioneer. off topic. <laughs> like, we're counting hospitals. Let's go back to. It's pretty much every Salt Lake Valley hospital is between here and Ogden. This is a great tangent to go on. Yeah. So, so born in O Town. Is that where you grew yeah, up? Yeah, born in O Town, raised in Eden. Ah, wow. So basically, yeah. like O Town North. Yeah. This is off topic, but someday it'd be funny if we get someone when nine months ago is today, the, the day that we're filming and then recording, and the, then they have to think about this day was their conception. Just the whole <laughs> podcast. Or just ruin that. Yeah. That's great. Is that how you start off every episode? Pretty much. <laughs> That's just the ice for our, our guests. I think Chris and Jeremy try and race to see who can do the month the fastest. I love that. I just kind of let Jeremy do it now. He uses his fingers. I can't keep up with that. <laughs> so, so did you like grow up completely in Eden? Because that is like, I mean, Eden is kind of the sticks, right? Like Eden's like, <laughs> it's up by Pineview, isn't it? It is up by Pineview. Um, I did grow up completely in Eden. Um, yeah, it was really nice. It's beautiful up there. Yeah, it's, how, what's the population of Eden though? Like 10? Yeah. <laughs> It's her yeah. and her next approximately. I mean, Eden's really small, guys. I don't think you realize, like... Yeah, but we've all heard of Eden, so it's not that small. But we live in Utah. I guarantee you people in Colorado have no fucking clue. I bet you Eden everybody is. in every state 794 is the current population wow. in Utah. It's not even as many billion. as Letterkenny. It's pretty yeah. small. <laughs> 5,000 people in Letterkenny. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, Ogden was the big city back then for you then, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you guys travel to, like, Salt Lake frequently or just really Ogden to go buy things? Pretty much Ogden. We hardly ever made it down to Salt Lake. Um, we would go down to Hooper, but that's Hooper. usually... 
So how did so you grow up in Eden? Did you go to high school there too? No, there's not a high school in Ogden Valley. There's we have to go down to North Ogden to Weber High for high school is where most of the Ogden Valley the kids go. Was that which what? How long of a bus ride was that? Um, mine was probably around forty five minutes, but there were people that I knew that probably had close to like a two-hour bus ride you could just do your homework on the bus you never had to do it at home you have to stand at the bus stop at five in the morning to get to school at seven and you don't even know but but the question is did you take your gi joes and tie some string around them and throw them out the back window and let them drag along do whatever i want gosh (laughs) i never did that i really should (laughs) have would have been iconic so uh did I, I I gotta know this because that that whole area like well, I guess North Ogden's not even quite far enough north because that's not no, I guess like Tree Mountain's right up in that area, isn't it? Kind of by North Ogden, or is that up closer to like Tree uh, Mountain is up like probably close to another to... hour north. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. more like Logan. Well, I was gonna ask yeah. if you guys went to Maddox as like a family treat because that seems to be the place everyone goes that far north and they think it's the best restaurant. Yeah. But that's we, we never like did. Two hours from here, so that's yeah, a little really... too north. I mean, did you guys did you guys ever travel like uh further east, like up through because there's not a lot of roads even to Eden. Like uh what else is over there? Uh, like Woodruff, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not really. It's just like I Eden Dog. Lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Feels like it. It's like up in the mountains by a reservoir, and there's just like nothing else there. Yeah. Like, is that there's the primary? Ski resorts. Is yeah, that the ski where, resorts uh, what is it? Wolf Mountain or whatever is up there? I don't know. So there's called. Nordic Valley, which then turned into Wolf Mountain, and now it's Nordic Valley again. Okay. And Powder Mountain and Snow Basin. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's what's up there. Mm-hmm. Snow base. That's the other one. They get more snow than we do down here. Oh but yeah. The ones down here are a lot. Maybe more that's popular. why it's called snow basin. <laughs> <laughs> why do they call it Park City? I don't know. <laughs> do you know that's how Eden? Question. Do you know how Eden got its name? Um, if I had I to guess, guess someone there was, let's it was give probably. It a name. I think the the Mormons probably named it after the Garden of Eden. Because it was so beautiful. Yeah, because it was so pretty. (laughs) So you go to high school in North Ogden. Um, How do you end up not living in Eden anymore? Um, I can't afford to live up there without living (laughs) with my parents. Is it really that? It's it's super expensive up up there. Expensive. So is that like a Park City type resort or like Jackson Hole or anything like that? Not not like as touristy, but the yeah, the property value is insane up there. And like Powder Mountain's a pretty massive resort and Snow Basin is super, super popular. So yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, like property regulations for building and stuff. So the it's all really expensive, basically. So did you, did you go to school out, you know, after high school? Did you go to college or did you just jump right into, you know, um, you know, defacing human bodies? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm currently still going to Weber State. I started the year after high school. 
And then I started my apprenticeship, I think, the uh, after I completed my first year of college. So I'm going to graduate from Weber State in December with my bachelor's. Nice. Nice. That's Congratulations. Fantastic. What, what are you getting your bachelor's in? General arts. Oh, I was wondering if you're going to say, like, communications. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Accounting. Interesting, interesting yeah. degree for a tattoo artist. Accounting right. doesn't mean what it means anymore. Yeah, accounting <laughs> means you take, your, accounting accounting means means you take, off, your, you take off your courses yeah. and go on the internet is what accounting yeah. means. It's a good job being an accountant these days. It is. It pays well. That's why every time I'm, one of our I'm friends... Yeah. They're an accountant. I yeah. giggle a little inside. <laughs> uh, so why why did you decide to get into uh, disfiguring human bodies for a living? <laughs> you know, um, I just I just love deforming people. I thought it would be great, um, but yeah, I always get paid for it. Exactly. I want to cause people pain. Basically, mm-hmm. um, no. <laughs> I always was interested in art and. Uh, I thought it would be a really fun way to put my art skills to good use and make money doing it. And I didn't really want to just make and sell paintings and be boring. Right. So, yeah. So one would assume you have tattoos because you're a tattoo. I do. What and when and where did you get your first tattoo? So my first tattoo is a little snowflake on... Um, right, right over my heart, and I got it at, and I think it was at Golden Spike when I was nineteen. Yeah. Nice. Not something your friend did in the locker room with the. Not with the, something my friend a, did in the locker room. A yeah. needle and a pen. My daughter has a needle and a pen tattoo. <laughs> yes, she does. Nice. Sticking poke. It's just a. It's just a little teeny tiny moon on her, the, the meat the of her first, thumb. Like, but I'm so dumb because I don't care, years. and I had, but I hadn't really thought of it. She writes on herself. So for like the first two years, for whatever reason, my brain had just like every time I saw it, it never registered that it was. This. Oh. <laughs> I don't yeah, know she why. Just keeps drawing the same moon. And one on her day thumb. we were just sitting there, we were having dinner, and I was drinking a glass of wine, and I just I said, I'm like, that's a tattoo, and the girls just they. Yeah, they kind of laughed at me. That was kind of a dumb, dumb blonde moment. But Brie is unobservant. (laughs) I I knew it was there. And Cassie had already gotten some tattoos. I had my tattoos. Like, I don't know why it just didn't ever. I mean, it's just a crappy looking tattoo. So it looks like an ink pen. So it's not like this fine line or anything. It it looks like it looks like you just drew it on with a Bic. Uh, Yeah, it's. And like she kept tracing over it, but then it was just. But I and yeah, it just never registered. I don't know why it was the dumbest thing. I don't know why it didn't register. So have you given any prison tats before? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, I have. Yeah, my parents were surprisingly um, chill about it. I think I was probably sixteen. I bought a little stick and poke kit and a machine (laughs) off of Amazon. And I started practicing on fruit, and that turned into practicing on friends and sisters. And so, yeah, I was. You have to see your crappy first tattoos for the rest of your life. I do. I really do. Um, So, sisters, a twin, 
Uh, my older sister never let me give her an unprofessional tattoo. So That's just because she's, yeah, she's the older sister. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. Exactly. She's like, no, I don't want hepatitis. Like, Here's a pork belly. Try that first. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, what was the, so what was the first tattoo? Oh man. Um, I think the first stick and poke I did on one of my friends was a little circle with an arrow in it. Huh? And the first (laughs) professional why a circle a circle is the worst thing you could start circles are really hard to do now that i know yeah the good news is those are easy to cover up usually yeah what's the first usually tattoo you did the first real the first professional yeah yeah that one was a mountain range oh yeah i asked you about that when i got mine she did my first tattoo yeah, how'd that turn out? Didn't she do all your tattoos? You she's can done, be honest. She's done all but one of my tattoos. I can mute her. You can be honest. Oh, no, out. no, it was good, but we had to do it three times because my skin kept eating up all the ink, so we had to go thicker with the lines than we wanted. Yeah. I was but still, it's, it's still holding up. I, I think I was still an apprentice, too, at that yep, time. You were. Yeah. Yep. You only wanted to charge me like 150 for it, and then it ended up being so, three sessions, so I was like, you know, yeah, a, couple, right. a little more than that. <laughs> right. So what's your what's your I mean you're fairly fairly new to the tattoo game so you're probably not completely sleeved up yet right? Um, I'm getting I'm in the process of getting one whole sleeve. Um, I did it's really cool. Planet with the artist that's doing it as a it's a cohesive sleeve so that's nice. It's not like patchworky, but so I'm getting a sleeve, and it looks it looks pretty complete. But there's still some color we need to do. Yeah, I I always like the sleeves where it's like, well, I put forty tattoos on my arm of different origins and different things. <laughs> and now it's a right. Now, Those are fun, like a full sleeve just of Friday the Thirteenth tattoos. Yeah. Everyone's just like, little, hey, artist, can you tattoo. now make all of this like cohesive? So just have yeah, stars <laughs> in between all no, the spaces. It's vines. It's vines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many how many tribal tattoos have you done? Oh my god! I think only like two, because after that I was like, "Nope, I'm not doing them anymore." No, the question to ask is, how many infinity signs have you done? Um, I I think probably five. Really? Not as many as you would expect. I think they're phasing out. Yeah. What about like the little birds on the collar, or like oh, Roman numerals on the collar? I've done a lot of bird silhouettes and a lot of Roman numerals. So what about? Um... What about lower back tattoos? Tramp stamps. I didn't want to say that, but sure, tramp stamps. You do a lot of those? I've never done one. Those were very 90s. Yes. Yeah, right. No, no, no. She's in the age range, I assume. You're you're under 23, right? I am 23. I know, but I mean... Oh, that, that'd be to get them. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I told my right, daughters... I'm talking about actually doing them. I've always told my daughters, I don't care if you get tattoos... And if you want to get a lower back tattoo, just wait until you're over the age of 23 to make that decision. Because right. I've Make never sure met, still want yeah, one. Never met a single person in my life, and I know a lot of ladies with tramp stamps. Not not a single one of them purchased or or acquired such artwork after the age of 23. Yeah, I believe it. 
a lot of dolphins and like flowers. Oh, butterflies. And butterflies. butterflies. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm glad People's that that's, names. I'm glad that's not a big thing anymore. It's of, not. I'm so happy. I feel like right now the end stuff is like rib cages. Uh, What's the chest one? That's like the big. It looks sternum. Well, sternum. But it looks the whole like riding across the front of the chest. The whole collarbone and up your neck. I had a hard time with those because like the breastplate type. Because like for women, like your clothes are just always in the way, and so like the design I feel is just always interrupted. Because I have we have quite a few friends that have something like right there, and every time I look at it, I'm like, well. Your bra strap was in the way, or whatever's in the way, and I can't see the whole design. I don't know. You're just staring at their chest. What okay. about what about ankles? Do you do a lot of ankles? Lots of ankles. He's done two of both of my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty easy behind place the to, ear. to put a tattoo. And she did behind my ear. of your neck. I have one yeah, right. down the neck next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so because my 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 youngest daughter had that little moon, and I don't know where, whenever I discovered that. But my oldest daughter got a moon on uh, her ribcage, just a line drawing of a crescent moon from her sorority. And so when I realized that they both had crescent moons, I asked him if I could get one. So then I got a, just a little teeny tiny one behind my ear. So we all have one just they're in different places. Oh, that's cute. But I think they're getting sister tattoos this weekend. I love that. I think they're getting each other's um, birth month flower tattooed somewhere. Oh, those are very in. Birth month flowers. Yeah. So this is this is I've always said tattoos are trashy in a joking manner. I'm just <laughs> I, I just haven't thought he, of a tattoo. He has, I would he's want. purchased all of my tattoos for me. Um, even though they're trashy, I still am okay. <laughs> I like trashy girls. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, but I so one of the one of the things with tattoos that's always been a thing for me is I've I've got to think of something if I was going to get a tattoo that I would be okay with being on my body for the rest of my life, and mm-hmm. like what you said, like oh flowers are really in right now because they're this pretty classy really and right timeless, now. like they're not going to go out of style. Yeah, right. Yeah, but- that's what's in right now. In ten years, that's not what's Flower, going to be. No, but flowers have never. But a line, go out of style, a, a, yeah, a, like a line tattoo. So, like, I have a cross. Like, those never go out of style. They're always in in some way, shape, Jesus or form. Jesus will always love you. Um, <laughs> and then, um, oh, I should get space Jesus tattooed on my face. Do it. Yes. And then I have my girls. Actual, Sarah can do this cool holographic on your chest. Tattoo, and do your a holographic nipples, space Jesus. Your nipples, yes. poles oh, in his palm. No. <laughs> Wow, I'd be so down. The nails in his hands <laughs> are gonna be, be his nipples. nipples. <laughs> is my belly button gonna be like his butt? Oh, that could be. No, it's. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's right, because they're all his feet. He would be the crossed. squattiest Jesus, though, if his arms were long enough that the nipples were the hands and the hole in his feet He's were your belly button. I don't think himself. so. I don't no, think, I think so. it's proportional. That's pretty proportional. No, no, no. There's a, there's a yardstick up in the no. laundry room. Let's, go, let's, no. let's do some measuring. No. Space. Oh my God. That's probably got to be the title now. No. Space Jesus. We've just yeah. built nipples are his hand piercings. Your I put so much foot. thought into my tattoos, and here you guys are just like, let's just put Jesus on your chest. And no, make there's, there's a lot of thought going no, into No, it this. was like 10 seconds of thought, <laughs> Jeremy. He's thought about, about it for years. The nipples, he the just belly button. Said it. Then you do it, Jeremy. He, he's just, <laughs> it's just you two are afraid I came of up it. with my most yeah, recent I'm, one that I'm going to get in like three minutes. Yeah, I don't. I just stopped. You're not. getting a tattoo in three minutes. No, I came up no, with the concept I... in three minutes, oh. and I drew it on a sticky note. And I was like, "Here, Sarah, so, can you make this?" 
<laughs> so, Sarah, I, I need to know from because you're still a young tattoo artist, so there's lots more room for this to happen. But so far, what's your biggest screw up in tattooing, and how did you fix it? How did you correct it? Oh, uh, so I haven't too. like. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't. Fine. <laughs> there's one on Julia's back that we don't ever let her see. <laughs> I haven't messed anybody up that bad. Um, I've messed up three tattoos, I think to the same degree. I don't know. You guys can be the judges that I think. Um, the first one was an unprofessional tattoo and I did the completely wrong Roman numerals on her arm. Oh, that's that's when I decided to not do any more unprofessional tattoos until I got an apprenticeship. No regrets. No regrets. Right. No regrets. I was, um, I did fix that one pretty well though. I like, I refunded her and gave her extra money to get it covered up because she didn't realize it was wrong until the next day. So I like send her the money back. And then I designed a cover up for her. And like, I think I paid for like 50% of the cover up. So it's covered now, and it looks really well, good. That's nice. You don't just be like, that sucks. Right. Because a lot of artists will do that. If they mess up, it's like, mm, sucks No, I sucks. felt so bad. I'm like, that was my fault. Yeah, that's like yeah. a fucking death kiss, though, with social media these days. Like, Oh, my gosh. Oh, I fucked up. Okay, well, let me just ruin your fucking career now. Right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> so I'm going to take care of people. Um, the second one. So when you, you drew the know? cover up, did she, was she like, you're not fucking doing this? No, I drew the cover up and I was like, obviously, I'm not going to do this for you. Um, like, I can recommend some other places to go to, but she liked the cover up that I drew. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And then the second one, do you guys know what the Powder Mountain symbol looks like? Uh, I haven't looked at it in a long time, so no. It's basically a a diamond and inside there's like two mountain peaks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see it now. And I did it backwards. <laughs> and because when you when you print out a stencil from the computer, it mirrors it. Yep. And I forgot to oh, flip the image. I forgot to flip it. Oh. Yeah. And that was like early days of my apprenticeship. And I did it you backwards. didn't notice either? Well, when they look um, in the mirror, it'll be right. No, he didn't notice. And I never told him. <laughs> oh, what if he knew because, the time and he just didn't want no, to say No, because anything. every no, it time was, he looks in the mirror, it's right. Yeah, so, so I did it. Got it. Where my, was it? I, I did it, and he lived in Hawaii, so he flew back to Hawaii the next day. Oh. Where and I was like, it on his body? It's on like his um, upper arm. Yeah, so he can only see it in the mirror. Yeah, he <laughs> can only see it in the mirror. Right? He lives in Hawaii, so I was like, and nobody in Hawaii knows that it's backwards, right? Nobody in Hawaii, I was like, I was weighing whether or not I should tell him, like, ethically, because I'm like, if I even tell him, he's in Hawaii, he can't even fly back to get it fixed. It was a free tattoo because I was an apprenticeship, so there's nothing to pay on. Yeah. And then the most recent one, um, I misspelled a word, but it was in Portuguese. Oh, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. What did it say? It said... um, Oh crap! I think it I, it said something about like stay strong or 
I don't, I don't remember. But no, it, it, said it said the word change into something else? Yep, no, stay so stay sticky. sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it said anything else. She didn't say, um, but it, I basically, like, I missed a letter, and it was in really long-flowing script, and so it was really easy to fix because we have a removalist at our shop. So she just removed like the line connecting the two letters and I added the missing letters in there. Oh, that's great. So, and she that's was so super fun. understanding about it. She was still sucked, but it I mean, was super if it's cool. not your native language though, you can't get as much crap for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like you don't speak Portuguese. Like how do you expect her to spell check? Well, Portuguese? except for that. They are supposed to sign off on it, so it is partially yeah. like you. There's no like red underline though to tell me that's spelled wrong. No, but, <laughs> I, but if somebody were to spell your like your English word wrong and you signed off on it, then that's partially your fault for not speaking. I, I just think the people that get like kanji on their arms and stuff, like oh, no, it maybe. says hope. No, it doesn't. It said so. It's, it's it says to help. chicken. It's right. <laughs> Shithead. It's the same number of letters in the country. It's a stupid American. Well, it's funny because if you look, like, they do it the opposite way, too. So if you go to Japan and you see English word shirts, like, they say They're really dumb, dumb things. And you're like, yeah, they do it like the other the, way, too. Like the, all the knockoff brands, like the Gucci, it'll say, like, like Gucci or something on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, but, look, like, that's would, everywhere. But I'm talking, like, they actually butcher American would, words that say, like, nonsense or say really bad things, and they don't realize it, just like we do yeah. with their language. I'd pay top dollar for a Gucci bag. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I would absolutely Honestly. pay top dollar for that. If, like, I saw that in, in Mexico at, at a flea market. I'd be like, Give me that coochie oh, yeah. bag. No, I'll pay. You want coochie 40? Gang, I'll give you 50 gang. instead of 40 for this coochie bag. <laughs> right. Because oh, it's God. so funny that you effed up Gucci and turned it into coochie, and it'll just be <laughs> yes. like, fuck, every time I bring this thing out. So what tattoo are you the most proud of since we've now talked about some of your mistakes? <laughs> now that you've t- brought me down, um, I'm proud of a lot of them. I don't know. That's hard. Um. <laughs> Some of, I mean, obviously Julia's. I think. <laughs> I can turn it off if you want. <laughs> but I also, I, I did this really massive octopus up this guy's side, um, and that one was really, really fun to do. But I'm, I don't know. I'm not because they're ticklish. Sometimes it's hard, especially with um, skinny men. Because they don't have like that layer of fat to mm-hmm. protect themselves. Nothing ticklish about it, though. Yeah, I, I, it's I a vibrating needle, dude. I, I it hurts you. so bad. Well, Kathy had a couple, and she said that it's kind of tickly. It was kind of tickly even on my neck, even across the bone for a minute, because it just vibrates. Yeah, so it, it was like that. I didn't hurt at all. Oh, that's fucking cool. I just like looked it sticking up. a vibrator. Did you, of tell, her, did of you tell him he had to wear like designer underwear too in the picture? <laughs> right, like come prepared. That's really cool. I like that. It's got, like, stick a, it in your bio. It's got fucking salt in one hand and something in another. I don't think it's salt. I don't it's think a it's bottle. Salt. I think it's a bottle. Yeah. It's a bottle. Yeah, they're like they're it's they're like bottles in a bottle. Yeah, there's all, every scroll inside the bottle has one of his. Uh, uh, family members' names on it. 
Julia just touched my touch screen and closed my window that I was looking at. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Go, Julia. Not supporting or something. <laughs> my, uh, my oldest daughter, for her birthday two years ago, I think, she got... Um, she got a big, like a rose tattoo that goes like over her, wraps over the top of her shoulder. And um, we went and re- had, you know, had to reserve the time and stuff for that because that was going to take time. But we were there. And, and so I was like, oh, I've always wanted this stuff. So I did like these spur of the moment tattoos that I've just always wanted. That's when I got my moon and my wrist tattoos. But it's true what they say. Like once you get one tattoo, you will get more. I don't know of oh, anybody yeah, who yeah. ends up with just one tattoo. Well, those are yeah, like, they're super addicting. Those bottles have people's That's names. That's what she them. said. They're his, her family members' names. Oh, I, Were you not listening? Well, Julia closed my window. And you were just <laughs> distracted. Because <laughs> yeah. men can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. Multiple, <laughs> multiple things. We talked yeah. about yeah, this. Yeah, we had, had this problem. We talked about multitasking that men do. So No, um. no. <laughs> 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 so is this Sarah I mean once you once you you know graduate from college is is your plan to continue to be a tattoo artist until you know people go I can't get her to give me a tattoo anymore? Yes. You make good tattoo artists. Yes, I I plan on tattooing for as long as I can as of now. Um can't do it anymore. Yeah. Do you have plans to open up your own studio, or are you good with just staying with with Legacy, or um, you know, the suitors um, will come? Yeah, I'm I'm good with staying with Legacy for the meantime. I really like it there. You know, I don't have any plans on like moving towns anytime soon. And in my personal opinion, I think Legacy is probably one of the best shops in Ogden. Um. So I really love it there. Eventually, I don't think I'd want to like own a shop with other artists in it. I might want like a private studio or something. What about going on tour? Like, uh, there's some some really big artists here in in Utah. I know that will go out on like concert tours and stuff with bands, uh, and do private tattoos for the band members and for people on the tour. That's uh, way cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a lot of fun. I do definitely want to travel a lot. Like that's one of my ge- main you want goals. Guest artist um, thing. Yeah, guest spotting. I want to go. Like I, I definitely want to go to like Costa Rica and up to Alaska, maybe Hawaii. All guest spotting at different the shops. Guys, gonna come and, for a cover up. If you go to Hawaii. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you describe your style? Um. The most direct way to put it, I think, is illustrative realism. But you could also call it like uh, whip shading is the technique that I use. Uh, Yeah, it kind of looks like really little dots. But yeah, illustrative realism, I'd say, is the best way to describe the style in general. That's a pretty good description. I really like that octopus. Yeah, that octopus is great. Because when we're done here, I'm going to talk to you about about booking something with you. So oh heck yeah, I'm. It's something that I I always con I contemplate my tattoos for a really long time. The ones even the ones that I just kind of got on the spur of the moment I knew I wanted. I just didn't realize right. I was going to do it that day. Um, so this one's been what two years, two and a half years. I've been thinking about this one. So so do you do mostly black and white stuff, or do you do quite a bit of color as well? 
definitely mostly black and white. Uh, I do enjoy doing color. I think it's really fun. Um, but I, the majority of the stuff I do is black and white for sure. Yeah. I totally looked up her stuff before I thought I wanted her to do it. Like I, cause you, you have to find, so this is my experience. You have to find a, a artist that is really good in the style for what you want. Because if you pick, um, say your realism and you aren't looking for that type of a tattoo, it's, like I don't know I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure you can explain no, right, it better. But right. like, there's a not way. All, you don't yeah. want to get photorealism from a traditional tattoo right. artist. Because because it's gonna look bad. And and right. photos are hard anyway. Like I've only ever seen maybe a handful of tattoo artists that have created a a an actual photo tattoo. That I'm not right. like that looks demented. Like you should just turn it into a demon because it's just yeah. Right. The, the proportions are wrong. The shadows are wrong. Like something's wrong with it. Um, but yeah, you you've got to find somebody that's that's doing the style that you want because that's that's their strength and so that's that's where they're going to be able to pour everything in and they're going to be able to take your idea up to that level and actually get it onto your skin without it looking really stupid. Exactly. Yes. Have you ever seen a jackalope? Maybe I should. Yes, get a I've ja- seen a jackalope. No, I'm not asking you. I'm asking. <laughs> oh, I, you were looking at me like you're asking me. <laughs> I gotta look somewhere. So, have you ever seen a jackalope before, Sarah? I've seen. I've seen mounted jackalopes. Do you have one tattooed on someone? I don't know. I've done a couple. I've done a couple jackalope tattoos. Actually, I think I've only done one, on one jackalope. The really hairy guy's chest. Yeah, I did a full chest piece as a jackalope, and it is super cool. That's probably another one that I'm really like up it is there a on jackalope. I thought it was just like a freaking elk or something. I didn't really look at it closely. It is rabbit. a jackalope. Yeah, that one's one of my favorites as well. I really like that one. I thought about doing a jackalope. I'm, I'm out now. Dude's already got you that. You did not. You <laughs> were the biggest one. That's why I was asking the question, and maybe it was because I like had scrolled through this picture as I'm talking to her. And He's just subconsciously thinking of it. Yeah, right. Because it's such Sub- a ridiculous thing to put on your body. You could get a full back jackalope. Did, there I, you ever, go. did I ever tell you guys about my buddy who got the tattoo in the UV ink? So, um, right when the UV ink first came out, I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure to work with it, Sarah, but essentially it is, it is UV reactive ink. So mm-hmm. it doesn't show up unless you get under a black light. So he had, when it first came out, he had a tattoo artist tattoo a picture, like a portrait of vanilla ice on his calf. <laughs> of a oh my gosh. In the UV ink. So you cannot see it like in normal conditions. And if you turn a black light onto his leg, you can see a vanilla ice's face. That's amazing. Because you know, that's probably one of the best uses of UV ink I've ever heard. It's so great. It's, it was has such it, a big joke, and it's just so funny. Has it lasted? Do you know him enough to? Uh, I haven't. I should ask. Actually, him. I haven't I don't seen think him in a UV while. Ink lasts very. Long. But uh, and then this was like, or, I mean, this was like almost what, probably twenty years ago when he got it done. But you know, you turn off the lights and I glow. <laughs> like it was perfect. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But that's a that's the kind of thing that I would do. Just something really stupid like that. That's like because you wouldn't even be able to know. You wouldn't. Be- you were just saying you couldn't think of something meaningful enough. Yeah. Right. It would have to be meaningful or really stupid. stupid. It'd have to be something that could start a conversation every time I whipped it out. Whipped it out. <laughs> yeah. 
having yeah, it. Yeah, like I'm not getting a tattoo in an obvious place. I'm gonna have to take off clothing, most likely, for you to see it. Ideally. Like, yeah, like it's, people don't start tattoos with like a giant fucking front neck tattoo. That's not the that's best. That's a no no. <laughs> You ever have to have those conversations with people where they come in and they're like, yeah, my I want to get a fucking spider web on my neck with like a spider crawling up my ear. And it's their first tattoo. And you're like, I don't know if that's a good idea to start there, buddy. Maybe you should try like your bicep. Try like an easier yeah. shot. Yeah. Let's tattoo your belly. Let's go no. with that first. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, I mean, do you have those conversations with people? Yes. Yeah. You just kind of let them go where they want. No, I've definitely turned people away before for stuff like that. Um, usually it's like uh, like 20, 21-year-olds who want hand tattoos, and I'm like, I won't do it if unless you have a sleeve. Right. Like, first, like there's precedent right? there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I prefer not to... The most ridiculous request you've had. The most ridiculous request? Oh. Um, you know, I haven't like had any super absurd requests i have tattooed like the inside of somebody's lip i think that's such a weird place because it like doesn't the skin just regenerate so fast on that that yeah those ones faded a lot did it say wakanda they do wakanda forever wakanda forever (laughs) i don't know i think you could probably do something that that would be cool for what other kind of crazy requests have you had? Yeah, I'm going to be super boring. I really haven't had that many. Like, yeah. I've, I've tattooed, like, some, I've tattooed a couple butt cheeks. Those are pretty fun. But, <laughs> you know, I really, I, I haven't really gotten any super insane ones. There was one guy that wanted me to do an inner lip one that said puke. And we never did. That's, I don't understand people. Yeah. Have you ever had requests for like genital tattoos? Or is that like I have not. But I have seen other artists do genital tattoos. I, I, like, what drives a person to want to tattoo that? They have no other space. That I don't know. Oh, but, you can shave your okay, head. The guy, the guy that I. So I, I think I and I was when I was an apprentice and I answered the phone call and he was like, "I want to get this and this tattoo." He wanted a jackhammer. Like <laughs> at the base, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that one was cool, but I didn't Did do someone it. Someone agreed God. to do it. Oh. Yeah, one of our artists, one of our male artists, he doesn't work there anymore, um, did it. And I think he charged him like a, a pretty penny for it, too. Yeah, you you got to charge the that. handling fee, right? Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> handling fee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine during that experience, like, there's a there's a happy ending at the end of it. Like, that's just not... I don't yeah, even no. get how you would do that. Like, how do you stretch it out? And <laughs> I gotta stop have thinking about that. Some, have them watch that's some not videos. Gonna, that's not gonna stay that way. The matter. instant you, that time. Yeah. Needles. If you're getting yeah. needles there, you're probably one of those people that likes the pain. Mm. Uh, but I just don't understand how like you're actually okay with getting needles stabbed into it repeatedly. I guess like it was probably is that like the base of like his pubic bone like pointing towards his wiener or it was on the wiener <laughs> I think, itself i think it went on it went it definitely went on to the actual wiener because <laughs> the artist had to like stretch it out i'm pretty sure he used um 
like some, I'm pretty sure the standard practice is to use some sort of uh, tube, like a empty toilet paper roll or something that's cardboard and then like roll the ween over it and stretch it <laughs> that some, way. Like, put some like first aid roll tape on it. Roll the ween over. That, like that's what I. That's what I was saying. Stre- you have like, to keep it stretched for it to work. Right, and yeah, it's, like it's compact, it right? And especially if you're right. like there in the studio with it everybody. It looks so like, dumb when you're not hard. It looks yeah. so dumb. It looks dumb when you are hard. Yeah, but it looks. Penises are ugly and stupid looking. They look like saddles. Yes, they are. There is a reason it's called bumping uglies. They're both. Yes. They're not attractive yeah. parts of people's bodies. I, I don't, don't get it. I, I, I can't fathom why that would be a thing. You're like, hey, you want to see my tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> you got a jackhammer in my pants. Oh, maybe that's his nickname that his friends gave him. Jack jackhammer in prison. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's like his porn name is Jackhammer. Hey, baby, you got a wall up, you build up over there? Let me just, uh, I can get to your chastity belt with my jackhammer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why you <laughs> agree to do that. That's so insane. Yeah. Oh man. So how Sarah, how far out are you typically booked? Um, I'm usually booked between three to six months out. Right now I'm booked almost to the end of October. That means you're pretty good. Thanks. Three to yeah, six I, I, a fair amount of time. It's not like walking in. And if getting you have there. an artist who has walk-ins today, there's a reason why they have walk-ins today. It's because they mostly do the books, like the flip books. Uh huh. Like, They're not going to be a really good like season. The barbed wire. Yeah, you want this barbed wire tattoo with a skull in the middle of it? I can do that one. How about an infinity symbol with feathers right. that turns into birds? Yeah, I happened yeah. to get mine because we had, when we were booking Cassie's, he had a cancellation, and he's like, and we were talking about my stuff, and I was like, well, I'll book my appointment now, and he's like, well, can you just do it now? Because those because tat- my tattoos are very very simple. The ones that he did, he's like, it's probably going to take me longer to get it like. I'll print it up and and onto you than it will to actually tattoo you. He's like, we're li- we're talking like less than an hour, and I was like, okay. So I called my boss. I'm like, hey, um, I'm not coming back today. I'm getting some tattoos. <laughs> nice. And then probably got serious. in a car accident afterwards. Just some old guy <laughs> rear-ended us. Yeah, no, it was sad. It was karma for skipping work. I guess that's what I told my daughter. So how can people get a hold of you to to book your tattooing artistry? Um, Instagram is the best. Uh, I also have a, a Facebook. My my business name is the same on both of those. It's my last name, R-V-A-R-A-V-E dot art. And uh, my books are closed right now, unfortunately. But when they open, oh God, I take submissions. Second, I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I take submissions through my website, which uh, is linked in my Instagram. Uh, and then I sort through them from there and reach out to people and get them booked. And, and we'll link all that stuff out on our site as well, folks. So uh, yeah. feel free. So one last question for you, and we'll, we'll let you go, Sarah. And that is, uh, you know, you're a, you're a Utah native, born and bred. So what's the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in your life here? I really love um, the geographic diversity. You know, we have some of the most amazing uh, snow sports and the best snow, you know, that's the, there's a reason we're called the best snow on earth. It's real. And then you have, yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've got Southern Utah with just 
beautiful deserts and sand dunes. Um, so I really love that. It's great for outdoor recreation and exploring. And it's just a, it's a really beautiful place. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been a really fun conversation. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thanks again to our guest, Sarah RV from uh, the Legacy Tattoo Studio, the uh, tattoo artist up in Ogden, you know, the uh, O-Town, the, the Eden Lifer. 25th Street, the bad yeah, side she, of gangsta, she, gangsta Yeah, that's life. where she tattoos, but she grew up in Eden, right. which is like, you know, apparently Richville, Richie Richville up in Eden where her parents live. So we know her parents got some money. Um, it's funny, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like when we talk about uh, like some of these legacy places where or people, people live. like have just been living there for forever. Yeah, you're right. Could be that. Uh, I doubt it though. <laughs> Wouldn't you sell? Like if you lived there and you've been living there forever, and like no. property values were like your 500 square foot home is now worth two million dollars. Wouldn't you sell? If my 500 square foot home was worth two million dollars, only for the fact that I wouldn't be able to live in a 500 square foot home. That would be tough. That would be tough. So it's like I, living in a bedroom. Speaking of home values, I've been looking because neighbor, like the next door neighbor, selling. There's a house at the top of the street for sale. The one at the top of the street, 450 thousand is their asking price, their list price. It backs up on a fucking auto zone. But they have a hot tub. They have a hot tub. Is it a blow like, up hot tub? Or? No, it's a, <laughs> and they've got it in a gazebo and stuff, which is kind of nice. But there's like no real fencing. It's a it's a rambler with a full basement. I hope they don't listen to this. You're roasting them. I don't give a fuck if they listen to this. Just, I think they've actually already moved yeah, out. Yeah, they, they moved out like three weeks ago. I like think they, they had, a, had a deal that maybe fell through. Yeah, like world van moving, like giant fucking 18-wheeler moving truck full of shit. Nice. Um, I mean, it's fairly big, but $450,000. The next door neighbor, and I think he's listed low because everything else in the neighborhood is at like 440 or higher. Because he hasn't done anything to the house in the backyard shit. Is at 415 But it's got a brand new roof. The house that's at 450 needs a new roof. And like, it's insane. There's a couple, the, like, two blocks into the neighborhood that are listed at half a million. Half a million dollars. I saw one in 90s track housing. And in Taylorsville that was super retro. Like, like, it looked like Elvis's house. That kind of like 60s, 70s retro. Like, grandma never touched anything. 850,000 in Taylorsville. Yeah, that property in Taylorsville is worth a lot. It's Central it's Valley, man. Crazy. That is Central Valley. That is good property. Murray's about the best you can do property wise or like Sugarhood. Sugar up in the Sugar House neighborhood. Those are really high property values. In Sugarhood? Yeah, I was blown away. I've been kind of watching the the Utah real estate listings um just around the neighborhood. And there's there's quite a few more houses on the market now. So like the next door neighbor, but the when I looked at their listing last, the next door neighbor's listing who's only been up for like a like maybe a week and a half. Um the real estate agent changed the listing description to say the buyer is no longer offering an open house or the seller is no longer offering an open house. They're actually stressed out based on the number of offers that they received and hard, having a hard time deciding. Um, they will continue to take offers and honor the, you know, the, the, the walkthroughs that have been scheduled through this date, but they're going to decide out of those people that make offers. Don't like, you just pick the highest offer? No. Not always. No? Why? No. Because uh, the highest offer may not be legit. Like someone may so, like if I take an offer, the guy says, "Okay, you're listing at four fifteen. I'll give you four fifty plus thirty thousand above um, appraisal." 
okay, but if their financing falls through or they don't have 30 grand cash because they can't get a loan for 30,000 above appraisal. You can only get a loan for, for whatever, what the house is worth. Yeah, for whatever the house is actually worth. And usually not for the 100% of the house value. They have to put some down. So now that person has to be good for the 30000 above appraisal that they set in cash, plus whatever down they need to get their loan for that. And if it's not you know, looking like a good deal, then you don't take it. Some Some buyers may say, yeah, I'll give you a good cash price, but you have to do this, this, and this in order for me to pay you that. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into those offers. And sometimes people um, ask for letters. So like if like, like if you're an old couple, maybe, and you're moving out for like into a retirement community or whatever, maybe you, maybe it's like your parents and they've raised all four of you in the house. So they want to see a family come in and they don't want to just have some flipper come in. So they have people write letters and some family comes in and they're like, yeah, we just adopted two kids and we we just got married. And so they're like, oh, we want this family to come into our house. And there's a lot of things to go into and the offers that sell like buyers are having to make right now or obscene in the valley because it's so hard to find a house by the way i had to look this up because it bugs me every time you say it's track housing it's track i know housing i know but that's just too i don't say that i don't say mountain i say mountain you know why because i live you in are. utah <laughs> you and are. i say hurricane and leverkin well, that's the proper way to pronounce them. That's the way the people in the cities pronounce them. That it's is still- not how you spell them, and that's not really how you pronounce hurricane. Hurricane. Do you know it why is, they if say that's the way you say Yeah. It's because well, it was settled by an English settlement yep. of English people, and that's how the English say hurricane. Her- hurricane. They also say human, so I don't fucking want to hear it. More human than human. Yeah. My mom says human. My point is, <laughs> it doesn't matter how I say it. It's my accent. It's not because I don't know what the word is. Just like I can't say legislator or legislature properly. I know you can say them. You just don't know which one goes where. Or sell, sell, or sell. Yeah, you always spell those wrong. <laughs> but you know what? I don't fuck up. Is there, there, or there? No. Or your, your. Or it's, it's. No, I fuck that up a lot. Thank God for Microsoft. Do you fuck Word. up it's. Thank God for Microsoft Word. One has an apostrophe, the other doesn't, and it's opposite of the way it fucking should be. Contractions. One with the apostrophe means it is. Yeah. yeah, because it's a contraction. But the one without the apostrophe is the possessive. It's possessive. Which is a which fucking usually apostrophe, has an apostrophe. And every other fucking, like Chris's, is apostrophe S. No, it's Julia's just apostrophe. is apostrophe S. I hate it when people use S apostrophe S. Well, if there's an the S, words. you don't have to put another S after the apostrophe. So please don't, people. I like it's adding S extra and letters. And then it looks like Chris's. Is, is, is. No, yeah. it's just two S's. Chris's is. <laughs> Chris's, yeah. Like, Chris's. that's what it looks like instead of Chris's. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Hopefully you guys have a good week. No, um, there's there, there, and there, too. We're going to uh, we're going to continue this grammatical discussion uh, offline, probably. Probably not. Uh, next week, we got a bunch of stuff planned, um, some fun stuff uh, that we're going to be talking about. Um, so hopefully you'll tune in for episode 263. We're well into year six. Uh, wait. Have we been doing five. it for five years? Yeah. We're into year five now. So we're into year five. So we've been doing it for four years. Four solid years into our fifth. Correct. 50. No. We've been doing it for five. For five. This is year six, buddy. So Two, 261 is rolling. five years worth of shows. 262 so rolling is into six. Yeah. Six we're year. not we're not talking like game show. Like game this show. is episode. Like game time. <laughs> episode one of season six. Okay. That that sounds better. I, 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 I'll otherwise known as 262. 
<laughs> we do 52 episodes a year, folks. We 52? don't even know. We've been 52. doing it so long. We're not even sure. Anymore. Yeah, we don't know how to count. So hopefully uh, that's good enough for you. If you would like to share the podcast, that's what help us the most. Uh, you can follow us out on social media at TNU Podcast. We post actually i think we probably post more now that there's three of us doing different platforms <laughs> than when it was just jess um that's questionable i know we don't do a lot on facebook sorry guys no one looks at that anyway um but just uh, old people our twitter and our instagram are super duper active uh newutah.com is actually a really good website that we have been keeping fairly up to date except for last week um that's my fault not jeremy's um even though jeremy wrote the article <laughs> you're out of town it's all good uh yeah so uh enjoy uh enjoy your time uh this next week and um god i don't know if we're gonna Label this uh, Space Jesus on your chest or um, guys' bathroom habits or coochie or bags. Coochie bag. Coochie, coochie bag. bag is the best. <laughs> All right, coochie bag it is. 